orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Carl Wierks, partner at West Michigan Orthopedics, involved in these these Olympics. Good morning to you, Dr. Wierks. Good morning, Shelley. All right. Well, I speak to you here in studio, but uh, you do have some relationship with uh, with what's going on uh, in Korea. But before we get there, tell me a little bit about you and your uh, your days. Yeah, Shelley, I'm an orthopedic surgeon uh, with an, a specialist in sports medicine. So I grew up enjoying the snow sports myself and have taken that um, with me as part of my career covering the uh, U.S. ski and snowboard teams, usually about one week a a year, uh, covering one of their events, either internationally or nationally. What does that mean as an orthopedic surgeon to cover an event? Yeah, I'm on the slope with them um, in case there's an injury, and there 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 have been injuries that I've had to take care of, um, but then also available throughout the day in case there's any bumps and bruises that needed to be uh, mended or tended to, or even things like travel-related illness. And when you're not doing this, you're doing that, which means you are uh, uh, helping us here uh, in West Michigan uh, do a little recovery uh, with West Michigan Orthopedics? Yeah, that's right. So most of my days, I'm, I'm here in Grand Rapids. Um, you know, my passion is helping people get back to doing the things that they love to do. So sports medicine specialist uh, with really an emphasis on like hip, uh, shoulder, and knee injuries. Great. All right, let's uh, let's get into what's happening this opening week of the competition. Do you have some general observations? Yeah, I mean, I was so excited to see what the teenager uh, snowboarders have been doing uh, for for Team USA. Um, I mean, what Red Gerard did on the slope style competition just really blew me away. Yes. You know, the poise at this. How do you do that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's seventeen. He, he certainly he wasn't favored to win coming into it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's down to his last run and just stomped out an amazing uh, final run for the gold. So that was really exciting for me to watch. I'm just going to get this question out of the way. How dangerous is this sport? Yeah, I mean, this is crazy. And, and it's hard to get the real appreciation for it on, on the television. But when I'm covering these events, you know, standing on these jumps where these athletes are launching themselves 30 feet into the air at, at very high speeds, I mean, and that snow is not soft, you know, this is not powder that we're, we're used to skiing and it's, it's hard packed snow. So if they land awkwardly, uh, it's pretty easy to cause a head injury or break a bone. And the whole evolution of this, what, snowboarding sport, didn't it used to be like the Rebels? Yeah, yeah, snowboarders, I, I think, I grew up skiing, so I was, you know, had that You were too. the Rebel. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, uh, but no, it's... I think it's probably about half and half, you know, now between people who enjoy skiing and, and snowboarding, but they are they are just taking it to the next level. What is the training regimen of these athletes? Yeah, I mean it's it's intense and it's rigorous. I think one people one thing people don't really appreciate is just how many days on the snow these athletes are. I mean, a lot of them are on the snow two hundred days a year. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time they're traveling, um, so they're staying in hotel rooms most of the time, um, both nationally international competitions. So you can appreciate how taxing that would be, particularly if you're uh, so, like some of these uh, teenagers who are in high school age. And uh, just watching uh, uh, somewhat, I guess I'll call it the filler uh, information, uh, these kids are starting when they're two years old, correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we saw that with uh, Red Gerard's story, but certainly it's, it's good to be young. It's easier to learn when we're younger, um, but I think it's just time out on the snow and, and uh, having the willingness to push, push the, to the next level. How much is technicality? How much is strength? I mean, what are these guys and gals working on? I mean, I mean, they're young, so they're probably still growing. How do you how do you get in shape for this? Yeah, so their their daily regimen when they're training usually involves some combination of both on snow and off the snow training. Um, well, they'll um, 
uh, you know, train on the snow and then do some conditioning, um, core work particularly afterwards. Are they like reading, writing, and arithmeticing uh, in between? Yeah, some of that. I mean, most of them will do like online courses um, for either high school or college level courses. All right, back to uh, just a little bit of the negative talk. Uh, what injuries uh, could be, um, um, I mean, are, are we tearing ACLs and MCLs? Are we, are we, what else are you treating with the worst case scenarios? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, we see really anything, particularly head injuries, um, uh, broken bones, like you said, ACLs, MCLs are very common, particularly for skiers. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you start looking at these half pipe injuries, though, where they're 20 feet up in the air, landing on the edge of that pipe, um, you get collapsed lungs, mm-hmm. you know, internal organ injuries. And so, like, part of my training is um, helping to assist if an, an athlete has, mm-hmm. you know, potentially life threatening injury on the hill. Talking Olympics, they're happening now. Dr. Carl Wierks, partner at West Michigan Orthopedics, involved as as part of the one of the U.S. snowboard team physicians, and we get we're lucky to have him here to work on us in between. Um, how about dealing with the families? I mean, you got some families like Red's family; they're you know it's a party, yeah, and then some yeah. families. Uh, I imagine you do a little nail biting. Yeah, I, uh, I don't have much direct interaction with their families. They, they don't usually travel with the athletes, you know, other than coming to these big events. The coaches and the, the other um, riders tend to become kind of their family. Um, but they have a great support system from, um, you know, the USA uh, Ski and Snowboard Association. So they have coaches that are traveling with them. Um, they have some, some kind of subspecialty coaches and then like an athletic trainer type level um, where they're available to help help treat them and support them. So what is the athletic life of a snowboarder? The athletic life? Well, in other words, how long can Red compete? Oh, yeah, we don't know. I mean, it's certainly physically taxing. I mean, I think Sean White will help define that somewhat. I mean, he's coming in for probably what his his swan song, um, but he's showing no signs of slowing down. I mean, he scored almost a perfect run again last night in his qualifying run, uh, which is just crazy. So, Um, Back to, uh, I guess, Let's bring it back locally. Uh, still much of, of winter left for us here in West Michigan. Uh, ski and, and snowboarding tips for we weekend, well, uh, for weekend warriors. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, the, the key I think here is just to make sure you're warm, make sure your skin's covered, particularly on cold days like what we're coming into here. You know, you don't want to get a little bit of frostbite on your face or your nose. So um, the other part of that is making um, sure you have like a, a wicking base layer. So something that will pull the moisture away from your body because it's easy to kind of get hot and cold. And then you don't want that moisture just sitting right on your body all the time. Yeah, but let's let's get even deeper. I mean, I'm watching yeah. watching the Reds and the Shawns. I want to do this yeah. at Cannonsburg. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe don't do this at home. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, Kansburg's actually done a nice job with all their rail parks and the kind of progression. So they have real entry level rail parks. And I was actually there this weekend with my kids and we're playing around on that. Um, but yeah, safety is certainly a concern. Um, and one thing I even saw this weekend that really applies more to snowboarders is being aware of your blind side. Um, so snowboarders, you know, you're typically facing down uh, one one leg down. So for instance, I go you know left foot first. So my blind side is to my left. You know, but if you're taking a turn, make sure you, you know, you check that kind of like you would if you're driving a car where you turn your head to the side to make sure you're not running into somebody. What is the biggest cause of injury for your snowboarders? Yeah, I think being the blind side is, is certainly a, is a big one. Um, I mean, physical impact with a tree or another versus just falling. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a bull. I saw it twice this weekend, just watching people from the, the chairlift just running into people. I don't want to ask if you went out and gave him your, gave him your business <laughs> card. Hey, call me in a week. Um, I, I, I trust for one who gets excited with these Winter Olympics and yet has never skied or snowboarded, get out and take a lesson. Yeah, lessons are a great way to start, you know, and our local hills have a nice job of uh, and easy lifts, these magic carpet lifts, and they have, they have, um, they have nice and good instructors there, and it's easy to learn in a safe way. All right, so your athletic life of snowboarding is far from over. Yeah, no, I hope to, I hope to do it uh, for the rest of my life for sure, so, yeah. Any other general tips? I mean, how can we live a life uh, that's athletic and uh, I know the answer to this, you know, and pain free? How do we yeah. best, uh, uh, you know, explore this? Yeah, number one is wear a helmet. Yeah. You know, there's no really almost no reason not to wear a helmet. It's it's so easy to fall and hit your head, mm-hmm. and that can really change your life if you get a bad head injury. Uh, easy to do it on the ice, and then just make sure your gear fits you properly, whether it's skis, snowboards. Uh, make sure it's you know height appropriate and it isn't too loose or too tight. And then if you just slip on the ice getting into your car, that's just fate. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that happens. That's right. Yeah. And again, back uh, back home here, Dr. Wirks, uh, as a partner at West Michigan Orthopedics, you will see patients who unfortunately fall on the ice or uh, have a, a hip that's gone bad. Yeah, absolutely. You know, hips and knees are very common injuries, particularly, in, you know, skiing, snowboarding. Um, and uh, we'll do whatever we can to get you feeling good and get you back out there on the snow. Please tell me you use physical therapy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I rely heavily on my physical therapy partners for sure. Right. I know you have some background with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, words of uh, wisdom uh, as we say our goodbyes, because, uh, again, uh, we still have time for, for more watching of the sport and more uh, working out ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Be uh, exciting to see what uh, some of our kind of veteran athletes, Lindsey Vaughn and Sean White, do uh, and contribute to our our country's gold medal count. Yes. All right. Well, uh, congratulations to you. Do you get to sneak over to Korea at all? Uh, not this time. I won't be going this trip, but um, I'll be covering the team in the future. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. All right. Well, um, until then, uh, how do we find out more about West Michigan Orthopedics? Yeah, West Michigan Orthopedics, um, WMOrtho.net. Um, and we're uh, we're online and on Facebook. All right, take care of our our stellar West Michigan athletes, and uh, thanks for what you do globally as well, Dr. Carl Wirks, W I E R K S, partner at West Michigan Orthopedics. Take care. Great, thank you, Shelley.